Hello. Hello. If you'd like to listen to Running Commentary ad-free and get access to other exciting advantages. And support us in our dotage. Yes. Subscribe to us on ACAST Plus now. Subscribe to the Plus and get the good stuff from us. Brilliant. Yeah. That was brilliant. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Well, it's morning, part two, part we're one. We're still on the heath. Welcome to part two. Oh. It's a dark day for the empire. Part two for subscribers. Part <laughs> one for. Buy us a coffee. It, it, <laughs> we've, it, we've had a coffee. It's part two for everyone. Part two for everyone. Well, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. We're still running. <laughs> still running, running away. And, and this, this time, ho- hopefully, on this turn of the heath, we'll probably talk a little bit less about tennis. Yeah, it was a bit of a tennis recap. Well, it had to be. That was important yeah. for us, Paul. We're, we're, we're of the people, from the people, by the people. Um, oh, is that a tennis ball? And uh, how, did you, how did your 10K go last night? Ooh. You did a 10 you, to, oh, you had to, to, to put it in context, you were doing an evening 10K, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. As, uh, Which had caused a lot of kerfuffle disgust. with a body clock. Uh, it, it is a thing. And, and the other thing, in the end yesterday, it was also after a six-hour drumming rehearsal. Yeah. Is that a good warm-up for a run or a bad warm-up? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think it's advised. <laughs> I don't think there's many books that advise a, a vigorous drum session before a, a 10K. Oh, talking, talking of books before I tell you, that just reminded me. Jeffing isn't named after someone called Mr. Jeffs. Jeff it's Galloway. after Jeff Galloway. Jeff Galloway, yes. And it yeah. isn't just running walking. It's a comprehensive training plan. 80-20, is it? 80-20. That right. really works. So and that's what you run 80 miles a week with 20 jumpers on. That's it. Right. Got and it. You, got you, it, got it, got you it. You were 20 it. in 1980. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, and you used to go to yeah. clubbing with Spanish Valley. You were 80 pairs of trainers to cut a long for 20 story minutes. Short, so I'm glad we have had that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So apologies to anyone. Good old who, Jeff Galloway. Who, who's become fit and happy via Jeffing. Yeah. Full respect is due. Whatever your training plan is, it works. Yeah. And I can be very sulky about things I don't understand. But I still am resistant to coded language. Where, where unnecessary. But maybe I was wrong on this one. I put my hands up. 
Hands up. Passing the adult pond again. Hands up. Come on in. The water's fine. So, yeah, so I you, got so to, you um, took this on. Queen Elizabeth Park last night. Yeah. Nice and early. Um, keep getting to events early. It's a lovely feeling. It's quite nice to get to events early. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. This is not something I do. Yeah. Um, but having said that, a little bit like when we didn't get into the Airbnb in Brighton, I thought, where can I go for a nap? Yeah. Um, the answer is no. A post, a post drum session nap. And it yeah. was. Thank you. It felt so nice. It was such a nice evening to be outside. Yeah. Cool, but not cold. Right. It was a really nice evening to sit, like, sit outside a pub, but it was hotter than it felt. Right. <laughs> and um, and how had you eaten and stuff? How would you? Yeah, so you I had, had a quite good, a tough day. I had a good day. lunch. I had a yeah. uh, sandwich and uh, and some little potatoes. It wasn't a huge lunch, um, but I suppose I was vaguely thinking of yeah. it's okay if it's a bit carby. Right. And I was, it was good because I was hungry Yeah. by the time of the run, which is, I suppose... It's not a bad feeling, really. But then, yeah. As long as you're not starving. Well, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's not the same as fasting, isn't it? Because the yeah. thing like now, uh, yes, I haven't eaten for a long time. Yeah. I'm not technically hungry. I've kind of closed the system down for business for half the day. Yeah. Yeah. So fasting, it's not just... Anyway, yeah, I just thought... It just doesn't feel right. I do think, I think that we have... The evening race thing for you doesn't feel right. No, and also, yeah. it's, once again, said it before, I said it again, no, we're not sponsored by them or anything. I think those run-through guys run a lovely event. Yeah. It's that combination of being not just efficient, but also kind of comprehensive. Yeah. You know, there's the event village, there's loads of volunteers, there's a proper warm-up and start and finishes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. And yet they wear all of it so lightly. It's such a friendly, easy yeah, place no to be. Stress to it. Yeah. No. And it's not... They're also tapping into that whole thing of... It's your run. Yeah. You know, a lot like the threshold guys. Whatever speed you're going at, whatever you get out of this, whatever you're here, yeah. we're all here to do something nice that makes us happy. We are here and to uh, do something nice. I think that's it. In know. the evening? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I Stop know. the record. I like to do nice things in the evening. I'm just running. Don't associate running really hard. Because it's not just going for a run, is it? It's a race. You're having a race here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that. I was sitting there thinking, I feel nice right now, but if I'm honest, I'm very tired. Yeah. Very hungry. And yeah. frankly, I was... This is the worst one. I was really thirsty. Right. I'm drinking water all day in the hot rehearsal room. Yeah. Topped up my water bottle. Drank the, some of the second one, but also spilt it. So I'd missed out on maybe a pint of water. Right. And I never managed to source water before the race. I had my empty water bottle and went into the cafe, but... Just when I went in there, the help yourself water was empty. Right. And the guy was just at the counter, was just telling off, being a bit grumpy with the runner. Right. About being in the cafe. You know. Right. Um, so a little bit unwelcome. So I thought, yeah. I won't get into that. Yeah. Anyway. And I thought, this could be fine. But uh, this. So, you th you, you, so you're thirsty, a little bit tired. It's also because of your body rhythm. That's what I was thinking. You're kind of chilling out at 7 p.m., aren't you? Yeah, I'm just starting to chill down. And know. I don't think those body rhythms change. You can play against them. You can yeah. ignore them. Like, for example, I get up these days 
and it would be wonderful that it's the holidays. But in term time, I get up at half six in the morning, every morning. Yeah. I can do that. When I'm yeah, I'm like that, really. I'm yeah. good at it. I do all the stuff. But it's not natural. I'm right. still, I'm fast asleep at half six every morning. And my body never, the clock never changes. Yeah. I never start getting tired at ten, going to bed, and waking up at half six refreshed. It's always... Oh, God, it's time to get up every single day. Right. So I don't think these are rhythms you can change. I think you just have your... You've got to play you've the hand you You've got your rhythms, yeah. And I, that, I thought exactly that as I arrived at the run. I was like, well, this is... This is not for me. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I knew how that. Many, how many were there? Let's have a, get, get a picture of it. Oh, a few hundred people. Right. Um, 5Ks and 10Ks. Yeah. I think more people doing 10k than 5k right but again the nice thing is that everyone's doing those next to each other yeah you know and it's a two and a half k course so it's two laps or four, four laps. laps yeah and uh i thought it was the same course i did earlier in the year which by the way i did on a icy cold morning right and ran really fast yeah um it wasn't quite the same route which turned out to be uh, a blessing and a curse. Right. But not in that order. Right. So, I wish I'd had a drink. Yes. I set off. Yeah. And uh, I was probably, well, I was running pretty fast. So I was only running pretty fast for me. Yeah. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't running faster than I can usually run. You know, we're not talking 6.10, 6.30. We're not even talking 6.45, which I quite often sustain at a yeah. park run. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's possible that I was faster for the first few hundred metres. I think I did the first mile in about seven minutes. Right, okay. So, you know... In, so steady. In, yeah, and in the long yeah. game, not fast. Yeah, that's a 40. But I was kind of... That's eight, a sort of sorry, 40, 40. That's a sort of 43, 45, 40. It's about a 44... I wanted 44. 10K, isn't it? Yeah. I realised that my park run is... I'm disappointed if I take over 22 to do a park run. Right. But it's not realistic to expect me to, myself to do faster than 21 currently. Right. So I thought, I really want to be under 45. And uh, I don't think I'll be much under 44, 44. Yeah. Anyway, I set off. And, uh, you know, you've got a, a couple of... 100 metres grace and you feel all right. Yeah. And then I just thought, oh my, oh my God. God, I'm thirsty. Oh, so thirsty. <laughs> this is cocktail. Right? I have that lungy <laughs> thing where you feel like your clothes are too tight. Right. It just felt really yeah. sort of huge and like, oh, oh my word. And you slightly climb it uphill, but only slightly. Yeah. Up to the velodrome, running kind of as fast as I could. Out of uh, Queen Elizabeth Park over the A12. And then... When I did it before, there was kind of a triangular turn back there, and in your back, there was a bigger turn back this time. Right. I went downhill slightly worryingly to the right, left to the past the tennis court and round. And I mention all that because then there was a ramp. Oh. Okay. Not incredibly steep. Yeah. But a, a proper little hill, and also a ramp, so it's start and stopped. It's like right. a, like almost like a hazard, you know? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and the, by the time I got there, I'd already been thinking, I think I'm going to stop. Solve this for a game of salt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I my, my, uh, 7 p.m. Schmevin. My wife and son were meeting me afterwards, and I was expecting to at some point see them on the sidelines. Right. And uh, I thought, when I see them, I'm just going to stop and go with them. I'm going to yeah. have a drink. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then I got to this ramp. Race to the point. It would be about, I don't know, probably 
kilometre, kilometre half in. Yeah. And of course I tried to maintain pace, I ran up it pretty hard. Oh my God. So that's quite early to be feeling oh, it was straight away. discombobulated, isn't oh, it? No, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't yeah. about hanging in there, it was the opposite. It was yeah, the, it was like, I can't even be bothered to get in there. Exactly, as yeah. soon as it started to bite, I just thought, oh God, I can't do this. Yeah. And, uh, and then, well, I carried on. And then you come back over the bump by the velodrome and you turn right down across the Lee River and along the other side. Now, when I went there last time, that was where the extra distance was. There was a little extra hairpin over there. Yeah. But you'd already made that distance. So that was the first positive bit of thinking because I got to there and thought, oh, I'm nearly at the end of the lap. Yeah. It's a two and a half K lap. And I feel like I'm maybe just halfway around it. And actually, I'm the finish, less than yeah. a kilometer from the, from, the, from the lap end. Yeah. So that was a real scoop. Bit of a fillip. And, and again, it's because it's sort of burnt on the map in my brain. Even though I knew it, it worked every time. Yeah. That last K of the lap felt short and doable. Um, so you settled in a bit. So I got through the uh, two and a half. And I carried on. Did I think, honestly, think that if my get a time check? family had been there, yeah. I would have stopped. And maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. Time check. Did you bother with the coming time in, check? First lap. Yeah, coming in unscheduled about 10, 11 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so I pressed on. Yeah. Still at this point, thinking I might stop. Yeah. I think I might stop at 5k. Not and, a... and ask them for a 5k time. Yeah. Um, but all in all, all, the sense of stopping is fading every time you go carry on. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, come this far. Exactly. Yeah. And then specifically, I think I very, told you a very similar story about the feeling rough in the uh, Highbyfields Park. Kind of. In fact, and that was a morning run, so it's not just the evening thing. Um, and it was so hot. I was sweating. It's that closeness was absolutely wonderful, but to be running in it, yeah, oh, so sweaty and, and so thirsty. Getting a real stinkle. Yeah, I, I, yeah. The, the thirst was almost medical, you know. Yeah. But strangely, also because they've got water stations, but I thought if I break stride for that, that's me. I'm done. Right. You know. So I didn't. Have so you a didn't drink. have any. No. That's crazy, man. But it's also because I knew the other thing that I was becoming aware of was that, in spite of all my protesting. I was kind of maintaining speed. Right. I'm thinking, I'm terrible. I can't run. I'm going to give up. And realising there's other people who look like they're going well, who I'm going at roughly the same pace as, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so I went through the... So you're bullying your way through it. Yeah, and I went through and rounded up the up the blooming ramp, turned down, and oh, the finish line comes up. You know, same surprise lap. Got through 5K. And when I got through 5K, I knew... I was going to do it. You're doing it now, yeah. No one's going to stop at seven and a half. Timing was good. About 22 minutes on the first half. Yeah. Cracked on. I kept telling myself I was doing the hills the last time. Oh, no, it's not the last time. But that is, that's how a third lap works, right? Yeah. Um, I never saw my family because there were train issues, so I met them afterwards. So that was kind of good. I think if I'd had a mirror for my misery, it would have thrown me right off. And... Uh, uh, and then, of course, at that later stage, you've got that wonderful, you're mixed in with everyone. You know, you're as likely yeah. to be running next to someone you've known for the whole race because they run at the same speed as you as you are, to see someone who's finished the 5K and is encouraging you. Or and also you start a bit of, uh, start a bit of lapping, I yeah. imagine. 
and nice lapping you dig you know obviously if someone's walking and you're running you come past them that's great respect you yeah but when you start to lap people who are just on a different time frame to you they're running a good yeah. strong race but they just don't get the same speed as you yeah it gives you a lovely context yeah me and you with london behind us yeah come stand by me I paraphrase Notting Hill. Come sit by me. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, and then and I knew all of this, you know what I mean? This yeah. whole story I'm telling you, it's really a story from the first 10 minutes of the thing. Yeah. And I just, I caught myself hanging on, you know? And uh, came in, but I knew I was hanging on. I wasn't, it wasn't a fiction. I was really, it was really taking it out of me. Yeah. So when I pushed it, you know, I did, I held hard in the last kilometer knowing it was the easy bit of the lap. And then I pushed, I ran in over the line as fast as I could. Yeah. But oh God, it was so tough. The relief, yeah. Oh, really, real killer for me. And I felt, you know, I felt it soaked and soaked in sweat, desperate for a drink of water. Yeah. Um, I did got. You, did you allow asthma. yourself a drink afterwards? Yes, I did. Oh, okay, good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I go That's slow good. enough to take a bottle. <laughs> it's like my thirst. You don't need the bathroom, do you? No. You're very good. Scores on the doors. Oh yeah. So yeah, it was disappointing, really. It was. I didn't think it was great, but it was. Uh, I still hoped after all that I'd come in under. Um, 45, and I knew I'd done, uh, you know, 44 plus, and it was 44 plus 76, I think. Right. So 45, 16. Right. And, uh, yeah, I'm still trying to, oh, um, before we process that, let me just shout out to uh, our friend Nicola Cartledge, who was there. I didn't find out till yesterday she was going to be there, and I saw her before and after. Yeah. You remember Nicola, who did the auction yes, marathon? Yes, absolutely. Got yeah. an amazing time, Hilly Fields Park on regular. Um, she got a uh, PB, a 10K PB. Fantastic. There's a very real possibility. And again, you know, it's not, it just isn't a race between any of us, but just in terms of the measure of the thing, that in terms of trajectories, I need to get ready for the moment when Nicholas 
um, results start being yes. faster than mine. She's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's slightly unfortunate that we keep doing all the same events. She's getting faster, she's I'm getting slower. It can only you. happen. I think she got 46 something, you know, right. so she's only a minute behind me. And in Yorkshire, she was, what it was, I was 29, she was 39, so, well, I was 50, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so nice to see you. Hello, Nicola, and a rugger to you. I won't beat yourself up about all this. I, I mean, you look at the weekend you've had, and all, you just your general schedule completely always leaves me amazed because it doesn't seem to include much, if any, downtime. No. Just rest and recoup, you Not know. Not really enough sleeping. Yeah, sleeping, rest and recoup, chilling. You've done like so much running for a long time. Yeah. Well, I think it's bit of, a, bit, of a, bit of a period you're in, isn't it? Slightly. Yeah, and, we, and exactly, and not entirely deliberately. Yeah. I mean, part of it is this concern. You know, on paper, the idea was to go from distance running to speed running yeah. over this year. Yeah. I'm not sure I've really had time for that. Yeah. And instead, the yeah, time mean, frame for Yorkshire Marathon training has uh, taken me by surprise. Condensed a little bit, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm really worried. It's really... It's that sense that maybe I've just got slower, but the, the scary thing about that is, well, maybe if I'm very level-headed, maybe it isn't scary, maybe it's good news. Right. Is that, um, uh, it's this year. I was running, I ran 5K and 10K in January, February, minutes faster than I'm managing now. Right. So, and again, it's, it's like I was saying to you earlier on, the, I just don't know. Maybe if I was well rested and uh, it was in the morning and yeah. it was a colder day, I can still I flirt with 42 on a 10k. But that's certainly not what it left me feeling like yesterday. I think you. I think I do think you underestimate the power of rest a little bit. No, I get it. I just maybe don't over, get it. overestimate your ability to motor on through, which is prodigious. I mean, you obviously can. Yeah. You just go and go and go and go in all aspects, it seems. Yeah, but it's not helping. But it's sort I of like... I believe it. You're absolutely right. I believe in the rest. I just, I'm just not getting it. Yeah. And you, and you tend to... I've noticed you in periods like this before, and, you're, and then the following week, you'll say, I've committed to this, and I'm back on this, and I'm back... And then you just go again. Yeah, yeah. So it's like... Yeah, I mean, we're about, how long from, is it about 10 weeks from York? Yeah. Maybe a bit longer. That's probably about right. Yeah. So, it's going to be an interesting little build-up for both of us, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, tell it, what have you got planned? What have you got lined up? You're going away. You're going to do some running when you're away. I'm going away. I'm sort of chalet hopping on mates, really. You're what, hopping? Yeah, <laughs> I've got some mates who've got chalets in France and Italy, so I'm going to pop there. I do as much running as possible. I'm chalet hopping, where I meet yeah. up with young film stars, and yeah. Yeah. we just bounce on one foot. So I'm going to hopefully get lots of just time on my feet, running easily, doing some exercises, and just yeah, I'm just, I'm just, just, just want to get little solid stages of running, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've, enter, I've entered the Sabla. Well done. I paid, I paid up. Nice. I paid the first instalment. Yeah. Um, Andy Askins, he's talking about doing it as well. So I'm just sort of, the first stage of prepping for that. Oh, is this just another one of those things where you found a friend of yours who's a comedian who plays music to do your running event with? <laughs> well, he's been wanting to do the Marathon de Sable rather 
crazy for ages. He's a lovely guy. He's just been all sort of obsessed with it. He's 60. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's nice for us. Well, the first, that, yeah, yeah, it is. I You're mean, not but, that old. but the first stage of that is just getting used to running, so I can run a marathon in York and not feel yeah. too broken after it, and just, just really gradually getting used to time on my feet and strength exercises around it. We all know where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep getting injured. Yeah, yeah. And that, but that touch wood, stop, I'm going to probably, know? I'm going to go to the tree. Yeah. Touch wood, you seem to be doing better with that. I mean, your back thing was a setback. But it, it didn't it didn't take me out. No, and it wasn't a leg thing, which is, you know, no. something. I'm Are my you still doing your yoga? Uh, no, I haven't been doing that recently, but I have to get back Yeah, on. I think you should. I've been doing my, I've been doing a bit of planking and stretching. But yeah, yoga's... Yoga's essential, but obviously when your back's messed up, you can't really do no, yoga. No, no, right. So it kind of messed up. Well, it's core cool stuff, isn't it? That, that's yeah. Obviously, you can't do it, and also that's the stuff you want to be doing for almost any any sustained or difficult exercise. You just want to strengthen your foundations. Yeah, so I think I think plank's useful for that, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you should do it, If you're getting into it, you should do it more sensibly than I do, though. You want like a minute plank and a minute side plank and a minute plank and a minute right. on the other side with a little rest in between and all right. that stuff. I can't side plank anyway. Right. Aside from the fact that, as you say, I just like to say, oh, forget the rest. Yeah. And just do it for as long just as I can. Just do it as long as you can, yeah. So, again, it gradually, the body adapts, doesn't it? Yeah. Over time. Let's go through the woods here. I promise I won't take us as far as the yeah, other Yeah, let's time. do it. I'm fine. Got I feel a bit okay. lost the first time around. I feel okay. Yeah, well, I mean, it's ironic some of this stuff we're saying because we're out here today. We'll probably do a good eight, very gentle through the woods miles. Yeah, yeah. But this is literally the next morning after that 10k morning magpie where I thought, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, that's the hardest run I've done. Well, since New York, I suppose is the is the frame of reference. Yeah. Actually, London was really hard, but that was interesting because it was kind of emotional, really. Yeah. So that's different. But it is. I, th- I think it's it might be different, but it still counts. I think it's around. Uh, I think part of it's around intention. It's like I imagine part of the feeling that you had yesterday was what, like, "What am I doing here? What am I doing here? Yeah, that's right. I'm really tired. Yeah. I'm thirsty. It's in the evening. Ten k a ten k race is not easy. No, that's right. And what 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 what's it about? What's it all about? And again, I know <laughs> yeah. it. I'm not I'm not your woman with the Werther's originals. You know. Yeah. I wanted to be there, meaning to do it. Yeah. And in fact, that's one of the lovely things about the run through thing is that. It's got that run democracy. There's people there for all different reasons. There was a young woman there, it was her 18th birthday. Right. And her friends had chosen what she'd wear. She was in a full body shark costume. Nice. Inflatable yeah. shark. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. people doing various charity things, people doing. It's very. It can be anything it's you want eclectic, it to be. It's anything you but want to be, yeah. Everyone there really, they want to be there. Yeah. It's, it's intentional. Yeah. And I, it's specifically. Uh, Oh, keen listeners will know. I mean, I was looking at I wanted to do evening training runs. I wanted to taper for it. I certainly, I wasn't a drummer in a band with Wednesday rehearsals when I signed no, up for it. No, no. And, uh, and you can't knock that back. No, I wanted you to. You can't say I'm not going to be a drummer in a band because I've got things. a 10k run through. That's right. So, you know, and I will con- continue with it. My plan is to, um, I had an idea. It's a very simple idea. Yeah. I was thinking I'd quite like to put the step in between a 10k and a uh, uh, 20k right. <laughs> and yeah. do a hard 15k run between now and the Great North one, Right. which will slightly be out of step with my marathon mileage 
So I'll have to include it because the Great North Run has a 13 in the run up to York. So when is, when is when's the Great North Run? That's uh, September. Early so September. Maybe five weeks before York. Right. Maybe four, but I think it's five. Don't know. I'm supposed to know all these things, aren't we? And um, this. Uh, anyway, so I thought a good way to do a 15k would be to run to a 10k. Right. Yeah. So if I can find a 10k in in like three weeks, sometime in August anyway, and then run to it, maybe even split the difference and just run to it at sort of tempo-ish, you know? Right. Run to it within 10, not run to it at the speed I'm planning to run it at. And if, you, if I run to the start line in that way, then I really think psychologically, I really trick myself into accessing some pace in those final miles. Yeah. I've never forgotten running to running Town Moor Park Run with uh, in a 20 mile run. Yeah. Because it was just amazing, the Park Run pace, I, I, my body You're kind of to. unimaginatively manifested. You're able to click into it, yeah. yeah. And, like, and like yesterday, if I can find a pace, I will just hold it. Yeah. Almost no matter what I say. I, I just keep on doing it, you know. You might but be able to, if you turn up, if it's a chip time race, you might be able to sort of miss the start and catch the tail end of the start and just be overtaking people throughout, possibly, as opposed to that run to it, then get a bit cold again. Yeah, yeah, actually for the start. Really, Do you know what I mean? Or not overly break stride or not break stride yeah, at all. That's yeah. right. Or just get to Could it good an and early experiment. And run the course or something. Yeah, yeah. It's an idea, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's funny how they're just the absolute double think of it because I'm thinking, yeah, that'd be nice to do that. Even while I'm thinking, yeah, I'm old and broken and I never want to run again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's important to... Which I also It's feel. important to recognise that sometimes you get like that, don't you? Oh, yeah. As you find a sort of way of running that sort of accommodates where you're at, where your body's at, you know. Absolutely. What your body can let you do, you know. And you need to take time, like you say. You need to listen to it a little here. bit, yeah. Let we dare. Let us dare. Let we dare. There's not really words, are there? That was a beautiful look at that um, uh, pond at the bottom of the Vale of Health. We don't normally see that. No, we don't, no. Very nice. So do we normally run around the outside of that? Yeah, we normally come around right. the other end of this pond. Right. We're just coming on this kind of... Well, it must be like a dam, because you've got a pond on our right, and then it's yeah. dropping away to the left. But honestly, see, I, I haven't been noticing us running. Yeah. But just then, after this conversation, I stopped to take a photo there, and we started running again. I just had a little bit of that on my... This kind of like an ultra sensation, where my body says, oh, really? Okay. Here we go again. <laughs> so have you, been, have you been boozing much around all this? Loads. Right. Well, that's yeah. it as well, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Try and stop. Take a couple of days You're here You're sort of doing everything... Everywhere all at once, aren't you? Yep. And it is in my nature. Yeah. I think I've told you before about the time I went off to Edinburgh. Well, I said to you earlier on, I proudly said how I was doing that long drive, so I leant into it, got up early, did a park run, went for lunch at the ferry, da da da. Um, I went to Edinburgh one year. Yeah. I was doing my, a stand up show uh, in the evening, a uh, serious play at lunchtime, and a game show at late nights on the weekends. Right. And I was training for Berlin. Yeah. In the September. Yeah, that's a lot, yeah. So, and I thought, well, I'll lean into it. So I accepted all the other gigs I was offered. And in the end, during that fringe, I did about 90 gigs. Yeah. And I wasn't drinking. Yeah. And I got very strong at the running. And I felt good. Yeah. But somewhere near the end, I was laying this all out quite proudly for Barbara Nice. 
Janice Connolly. Yeah. Lovely woman. And she said, uh, well, well, just be careful you don't have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's on to something. Not a bad point, yeah. Because I've got a gig tonight. We're doing a double record this morning. And I will have a kip this afternoon. Oh, yeah. I always get my rest in. Well, again, I'm a big kipper, but I edit, yeah. it, I edit it right down. Right. I, you know, I, I, where I'm thinking of having an hour and a half nap, yeah. I'll get a ten-minute nap. Right. It's not quite the same thing. No, it's not quite, no. And uh, I also catch myself not doing the... Uh, dogs. Sorry. Not doing the... Um, Self-care, you know? Right. I need to get the, to the shropodist still. Yeah. I, I need to cut my nails. I often, I just, I'm the last person in the house to get a shower. And it's yeah. not because they don't want one yeah. left. I just think, oh, I haven't got time for that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then in the end, I'm fetid. I'm like, go, oh my go, God, go, 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 go. Get in there. Yeah. So, yeah, self-care, Rob, come on. That's the lesson. But then, it, yeah, let's go a bit deeper here and see what you think about this. I think that sometimes I think I don't allow myself self-care because our whole lives are so... We've made that decision to live to live the life we want to live. Yeah. And I feel like at some level you have to atone for that. I think I have to atone for being a very... You know, for living a creative working life and a wonderful um, sensory experience day-to-day life. I think you have to atone for that luxury for that privilege that sounds by working really hard at it I think it's uh, I don't feel that no I mean I feel very lucky to do it but, but it's just like in terms of like being effective rest is part of it isn't it it's yeah. that sort of yeah, it's how you want to. It's how people want to live. I mean, well, it's we just said like, before I'm just, that runners. In I'm general, probably a little bit lazy, you know, as well. Well, a bit, a bit lazy again. It's a, it's a, it's a term for something. It's a frame of mind. There's lazy and there's sensible, you know. Yeah. I used to have this terrible fear that I was lazy when I was in my mid to late teens. I found motivation so difficult. Yeah. And I thought I've just got chronic laziness. I'm yeah. a lazy person. And then when I found stuff that I was into. Suddenly you weren't lazy. Oh, enough. I just went it. You yeah. know, yeah. it's just on or off. I haven't. I've, I've got no. Uh, got no middle ground. Yeah, the moderation. And again, we've said it before, but it's a. Uh, it's probably good that we're talking about it because uh, I think run uh, among people who do exercise, runners are the ones who are likely to dismiss the. None of those tennis players are thinking. Oh, I'm not too bothered to get n- enough sleep tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sort of and rest. Uh, rest is part of the game, isn't it? Yeah. Really. Yeah. A the big, game a, of life. A big part of it, and also the boozing. Yeah. Doesn't help with the rest, does and it? Because it, it gives you a psychological turn off, but physically you're, sl- you're not sleeping it as well. It's the one poison. Absolutely solid, obvious benefit of not drinking is that you sleep better. Yeah. It's a real pain. <laughs> I'm looking forward to going on holiday not drinking much actually I'm not I'm really not drinking much at all at the moment yeah. and it just feels like it's fallen away quite naturally yeah yeah um, same same long it last yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll also get a bit of chance to get used to running in the in heat a little bit because that's obviously going to be a big yeah, factor yeah. with the old marathon I've heard it's a I bet it can get quite hot there. <laughs> hey, should we walk this hill? Yeah, cool. This is this on our right here is the perfect place for frisbee. I haven't played frisbee with my son yet this summer. He's so good. 
And is we love it. it. And he's going to go to university. And I'm going to go, we didn't make the <laughs> <play frisbee once. laughs> frisbee. Oh my God. Don't you want to play frisbee anymore? <sighs> so my, uh, last night I went out after the run. It was yeah. in the fir- at the beginning of this evening I'm about to describe. I was quite a wreck. <laughs> yeah. But we went for a pizza and then went to see the new Mission Impossible. And just a real celebration because Julia's finishing her first year as art teacher at, the, at her school. Brilliant. And, uh, of course, Buddy's finishing his entire yes. school career. Celebrations going yeah, on. Yeah, big celebration. End of an era. Yeah, and you've decided to retire from running. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> decided to retire from being able to the breathe. The concept of running fast <laughs> ever again. <laughs> so why did you went for a little pizza and a movie. That's fantastic. Yeah. And you know, the new Mission Impossible, which I was looking forward to so much, couldn't believe the. I've always loved the Mission Impossible, the original one. Change your life, I love that film. Yeah. And then Mission Impossible 2 is wobbly, but I still love it. And then from Mission Impossible 3 to Fallout, they're all fantastic. They kind of get better and better. I simply couldn't wait for this new one. And you know what? It's pretty rubbish. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. It is a shame. I've heard the final sequence is great. Oh, the sequence on, on the train, a friend was telling me. Oh, there's was lots brilliant. of fun action, but yeah. it's like everything else. Is, you're just not buying it. You've got to earn it. Right. You know? You've got to have a story that makes sense that you're invested in. It feels like... Uh, I mean, I think it's heavily affected by lockdown. Right. There's a lot of close-ups, lots of big group scenes with people who obviously weren't there at the same time. Right. And I think it runs deeper than that because I think the story is strange. They've definitely written the story to fit around what they can film. What they could do, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be in it anymore from now on. Yeah. <laughs> characters seem to Blood say. twist. And, uh, but also, even more than Keep that, your distance. I'm just not sure. As a big fan of the questionable character that is Tom Cruise, he's made a lot of good films. I'm not sure if he didn't slightly lose something in lockdown. Right. Everyone loved Maverick, but I thought it was terrible. Yeah. A really awful film. I found it quite upsetting that everyone liked it so much. Are we even looking at the same thing? And you know, Mission Impossible Fallout is. I quite liked it. It's stupendous. Everyone liked it except yeah. me. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? It's something so. I suppose it's because. Uh, this is going to kind of come off. What am I trying to say? I think it's just you start becoming a Tom Cruise fan rather than a film fan. I think he's started to create his own language of film. Yeah. And they don't stand, they don't make sense. You, you know, they literally don't make sense. Like in Maverick, I can't get past the fact that the whole story element they've got to train up for this yeah. bombing run. It's Star Wars, right? Yeah. Why is no one in that universe saying, oh, like in Star Wars? Even in Star Wars, they say like in Star Wars. But not in Maverick, not in that universe. In that universe, all the young people and the older generation who are all exactly the same as each other, um, it's like a crazy cartoon. It's like a cheese dream. And that's what this Mission Impossible film is like. But Cruise exists in an unironic space, doesn't he? So he's not going to reference another movie. Yeah, during a well, movie, I mean. But his movie was ostensibly yeah, 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 real life. Yeah. And, you know, and that is the line, you know, like in the, in, the, uh, in Mission Impossible Fallout, he is in a car chase, right? Yeah. And he's driving down a narrow street and there's a little car coming the other way. Yeah. So he has to quickly turn left. And at the end of that street, in his, by the way, small BMW yeah. with a manual gearbox. At the end of that street, there's a flight of steps. 
and he realizes that the best, fastest way to go down it is a reverse handbrake turn. Right. Okay. Down steps, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a fantastic stunt. Yeah. But listen again to the naturalism in that sentence. Yeah, yeah, Everything yeah. that happens in that fantastic, ridiculous bit of action takes place in real life. The idea of a whole bunch of young people and older people considering this thing where they are a special rebel team who have to fly along a trench and drop a bomb and none of them have heard of Star Wars. It's like that there's no football in EastEnders. I can't, I can't, can't work with it. Yeah, Mission Impossible. Um, I mean, he basically rescued cinema, didn't he, Maverick? In terms of the numbers people went to see it coming out of COVID. Yeah. I mean, it got people back in. Yeah. But that doesn't make it good or bad. Well, if, if you love cinema, it obviously makes it good. No, it doesn't make it a good film. No, but it makes it good, good of itself, because it, it helps cinema. Yeah. You know, I, think, I, I think he could have done all that and made a good film at the same time. It, doesn't, it didn't have to be rubbish to get everyone in the doors. It could have been as good as Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, and it, it did this new Mission Impossible felt like a... Uh, it felt like having a dr- going to bed after eating a lot of cheese in front of a Mission Impossible film, and then what you dream. Yeah. yeah it's just, they just get wilder and wilder and looser and looser. Yeah, I think he needs to spend a couple yeah, of weeks I mean, in real life. I mean, Mission Impossible's not... I haven't really... I haven't seen any of them. I mean, I tend to go for more sort of relationshipy type movies. Yeah. But, I mean, I suppose sort of similarly, I went to see... Tom's got them. Yeah, Jamie got them. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tom. Born but on the 4th of July. I'm talking about Mission Impossible. Yeah, I know. Um... Uh, I mean Magnolia. I love Magnolia. I love Tom. I love Tom Cruise. But but I went to see No Hard Feelings. For holding hands, it's really nice. Two lines of people standing opposite each other. Didn't they're going to play a game Bulldog? But we're on some sort of illness. Some sort of sprinting towards each other. Do you know? I feel bad about this. I've never seen Magnolia. Oh, Magnolia's great. Yeah, I can imagine. Magnolia's like. Adam Sandler's sort of punch-drunk love, him yeah. being serious, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Same but director, isn't it? P.T. Y- yes Anderson? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. But um, yeah, I went to see a film called No Hard Feelings. Oh, yeah, with, with Jennifer Lawrence. With Lord. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Because the reviews have been okay. I like rom-coms. I like comedies. I thought, let's just give it a go. Yeah. Just really bad. Just yeah, it sounded bad. Nothing was done well. Nothing was made... The funny scenes weren't directed well. You didn't care about anyone. It's got that Hollywood problem as well. I mean, I haven't seen the film, so this is a cultural criticism. It's like, oh, Jennifer Lawrence is famous. She's good. What can we do with her? Let's take, have her in something where she's kind of a hooker. It's well, really like all they've got. Well, I, I know, know she isn't, but it's like... Yeah, it, it just wasn't very well done. I mean, yeah. it just wasn't very... Just, just didn't really know what it was doing. It's kind of just... Do you think, do you think part of these things is that you just... You're not the demographic. Do you think you just do you come out of it? For just think, I just feel a bit old with this. No, I think that's letting them off. I think good films are good film. You know what I mean? I think a lot of the rules of storytelling just abide, and you can tell yourself they don't. You get this with uh, pleased with themselves action films. A lot of money. Yeah. I mean, this new Mr. Russell was a lot like uh, the problems with it were a lot like the James Bond film Spectre. Yeah. And just so much of it is lazy, and then the laziness becomes snootiness. Right. And also, I know that I have this kind of passion. You know, people come at me and say, "Oh, yeah, but I liked it." I'm like, well, unless we can sit down and I can convince you the facts of why you're wrong about it, you know, which I don't want to get into. Like you say, everyone enjoyed Maverick. You enjoyed Maverick. Good luck. But for me, from a storytelling point of view, I find it upsetting. You know, it doesn't. It, it, um, but yeah. So what was I saying about? 
they, they sort of cheat on the reality of things. And then people don't mind because it's like, oh, it's just entertainment. It's like, no, that's the good stuff. You should always be... I think every... People should be true to the tone of their movie and they should be true to the reality of their universe. They should be true... All action should come out of the reality of the characters, you know. And yeah. everyone knows this, you know. It doesn't matter. It, it's snobbery if you say, oh, it doesn't matter because it's an action film or it doesn't matter because it's a kid's film, you know. If you watch a Disney film, if you watch something like Moana, everything is justified. The stories make sense. The characters are real. Uh, in a good film these days, the baddies have motivation. They have a curve. Yeah, you know, yeah. it all makes sense. You know why they do what they do. A good, you know, on Sunday at the tennis, Djokovic is speech marks in the air, the baddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what, if you're writing a film, that's who, that's who you want to write. You don't just write somebody who turns up and says, oh, he's so evil. Yeah, yeah. You can be everywhere and do anything. It's just bad writing. Justify it. Show, don't tell. And all these rules of storytelling, they don't change. They don't change the different generations. The people who spend the money and do the marketing can convince themselves that they do. But I don't know. They definitely seem to be more spectacle orientated, though, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, look at which this. is why I don't tend to go and watch them. We're, we're running on like the weekend characters. of Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. Which is such a big deal that you sort of have to remind yourself that I, that's just neither of those are stories that I needed to hear I mean in different ways and I'm sure they serve a purpose and everything but well, the Oppenheimer thing doesn't feel like an entertainment and the Barbie thing I don't, whatever the spin is I don't know I don't know I'm not tempted yeah my, my, my son really wants to go and see Oppenheimer I've got no interest at all in seeing the Barbie film. Should we go down here? Okay, cool, cool. So Oppenheimer's it's about the bloke who came up with a nuclear Yeah, he was the led the uh, Los Alamos guys, the right. Manhattan Project. Yeah. So you know, it's a big story. Uh, it's but it's historical, it's it's miserable, it's important. You know, when I say I don't want to see it, it's also because I kind of know it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I suppose if you don't know anything about this stuff, then maybe that's good, good to remember. But then yeah. an entertainment drama based on that, I'd rather watch a documentary. And I probably wouldn't watch that because it would be depressing. Yeah, thanks. Anyway, Oof. talking of things being depressing, let's just... Uh, Lift things up. So you're going to do some lovely outdoor running in the heat. Yeah, uh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to do outdoor this. Outdoor running in the heat exercises. I'm going to try and find a run the through ten, ten uh, k that sits between um, uh, now and uh, the Great North Run. Yes. And I'm going to. It's very. It's right. Go, yeah, it's, it's, you're at a funny phase, isn't it? Sort of. Going easy, but you've got the marathon, but you don't really know what you want from it. But I you're think a bit that, tired, well, and there's what, loads of I things can, going I on. I do know what I want from, right. from the Yorkshire Marathon. Oh, I, my new plan is, it's not realistic, the 200-minute man. That's not realistic. Not from here, so, no, 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 not, not from yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Not from uh, no t time travel not being possible. Yeah. So we'll put that to one side. What I'd like to do, and I think is within my power from here, but also a challenge, is to run it as fast as I did last year. Right. I.e. Um, in less than three and a half hours. Right. And uh, yeah. that means exactly that. It means being yeah. fit, and it means being rested, and it means being ready. Yeah. And specifically, I would say it's quite a good challenge because I think that what I need to do is try and find that balance where I'm at, which is that I'm stronger and slower. Right. So I should be able to run the first miles 
yeah slower than i would have done a few years ago or at least yeah yeah not yeah. worry about running them as fast or faster because because you're going to maintain you're going to maintain yes yeah but i still think that sub 330 is a is a big ask it is a, it is a big ask but i mean yeah. i've been doing this maths in my head of like 22 and 44 and 88 it's like yeah what you've got is 22 and a half 45 plus yeah 145, four and yeah. a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, something to work on. It, it absolutely is, yeah. And just making sure you get a bit of rest beforehand, I think you'll benefit a lot from it. Yeah. Oh, hey, thank hmm. you so much. It feels it, it, it's, it's kind of right and uh, wrong that our, that our friend Helen is who recommended us. Oh, yes, us of course. Yes, in that's the Guardian, so, but this is so thank kind. You, Helen, yeah, we, had a, we got a little write up in the Guardian of. Decent podcasts of the last however many years. It was lovely, wasn't it? We lovely were on the to get a bit of a boost. For podcasts on Spotify the other day as well. So thank you to everyone in the outside world we who is are part of our making it big, new taking over the world. And in fact, when you look at it that taking one, over our, our struggles, you're like, oh, I might be injured, and we're going, I might be old and slow, and I need a rest, <laughs> and I'm drinking too much. It's good. It's good for anyone who wants to listen going into the future. If we were just fine and ticking over, how dull would that be? Yeah, no, and the, and the, and anyone who knows my recent history knows that the the idea of me doing the marathon the Saba is an, uh, an absurd almost fantasy we talk about, we talk about mission impossible i mean yeah that's you know right. <laughs> but but you know good to aim at fun first step is me getting to getting to york without being injured and getting around and feeling like said, not feeling too appalling it is a good way yeah. we need to think very realistically about that and then, I, and then i can start to get a bit technical about you know gear and heat and whatever taping yeah. feet um but yeah, uh, baby steps. We've run about, what, eight today? Nice and gentle. Oh, do you want to know exactly how far we've run yeah, today? Let's do it, because I'm going to stop, stop the thing. Today, gorgeous. We have run, good running, you know, steady. We walked to like one hill, but basically we were running the hills, but we were running smooth. No problem. And we ran, yeah, seven and, uh, seven and a quarter. Right. So, well, 7.3. No, right. 7.4. And then seven and a half. Right, okay, we'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. we we'll take it. It's going up. That's great. It's going up. So it's eight. <laughs> we ran 10 today. 20. Quick stop. Turn it off. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to us on ACAST Plus now for ad-free listening and more. Happy running. Love you. Kiss, kiss.